So the Max and Wancast got its first sponsorship, Max. You want to know what it is? Tell me, please. It's Anchor. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about Anchor, Max? Well, I know it's free, and I know they have a bunch of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast, whether it's from your phone, your computer, or whatever you're using. But I know one thing. You know a lot more about editing than I do. Yeah, most definitely, bro. I'm the one that steers this ship as far as edit-wise. But what I like about it, I like that you can distribute your podcast automatically all in one place to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more, like Google Podcasts. You can also make money from making your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Link in the description, guys. They can score points. I'm not worried about that. They have Kyrie. They have Harden. They have KD. Points are not going to be a problem. For me, what I've seen in that Cavs game and what I've been seeing so far in every game that, they, that they've been playing in, every team tries to isolate Kyrie Irving or James Harden on defense. They try to get those guys on islands. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Max and Juan cast. Today, it's a bit of a bittersweet day for a lot of sports fans in a lot of places. I'm joined by my good friend Juan. What's going on, everybody? I mean, I just said it was bittersweet. How are you feeling today of all of all days? I'm feeling good, man. Even though it's a sad day, it is the day of Kobe Bryant's death. Uh, one year has passed already. I can't believe it. But Hey, man, with these type of things, man, I don't think we should dwell on it. We had that time to dwell and think about it. It's time to celebrate his life, man. That's what it's all about. You got to celebrate him. Just wanted to talk about it because this was a guy we both grew up watching. We watched every game, basically, every season of him. And before we get into like, we're going to talk about some memories. But before we get into it, I just want to say the the victim. I just want to say a shout out to like, not a shout out, but just all the victims. Ara Zobion. Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, Christina Mauser, John Kerry, and Alyssa Antobelli, and then of course Kobe and Gianna Bryant. You know, it just it didn't just affect him. You know, it's just it's just sad. But you know, it's like like you said, let's not try to dwell on it. Yeah, exactly, man. And I'm um, I'm happy that you brought up all the other victims. A lot of people do forget that a whole another set of families were were affected by this. Not only just Kobe Bryant's family, but all those other people involved in it. Let's get Straight into some up. Kobe talk, though. Like you, like I said, let's try not to dwell on it. Let's talk about some good moments. What do you want to get into? I just wanted to know, give me some Kobe memories, like during games. Let's just go with that. Look, the one that stands out to me personally is not a year, surprisingly, that we won the championship or we were good at all or anything like that. It's it's really the 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 big three that didn't work out. It's the Steve Nash, Dwight Howard year, and they wanted up firing Mike Brown after four games, and they wanted up bringing in Mike D'Antoni, and Mike D'Antoni ran Kobe down to the ground. Man, I mean, Kobe was a big part of it. Kobe wasn't having it. He was gonna play as many minutes as possible, and a lot of people forget that was the year that Jerry Buss actually passed away during the season yeah it was and he remember he made the guarantee about we're making it don't worry and kobe fashion it was the year that he wound up tearing his achilles from then on it, it was kind of just downhill it was just injury after injury his skills never deteriorated his body just went after that just that one exactly. big injury but but i love the season that he had 
just that that those stretch of games, especially on the road against Portland and Brooklyn, uh, play that that comes up in my head is him just dunking all over Gerald Wallace. It was just nasty. You know, there's like five kids in like every school that's like hates the Lakers for no reason, even though like they're born here. <laughs> yeah. Like those kids were just talking the most shit, and just to see Kobe like literally will a team to win. Like he was playing point guard. Remember he had like the stretch where he had like thirty five assists in like two games. Or yeah, he did everything, bro. Thing. Did you ever get to see him in person? Sadly, I didn't. The, the his last season, I ended up getting tickets, and it was my first Laker game ever. It was against the Sacramento Kings. This when they had Boogie oh, and Rondo, God. and I think Rudy Gay was on that team. Anyway, did they get blown out like the first quarter was like 30 to one? Yeah, it was a blowout. The, the game was shitty. And to top it all off, Kobe didn't play uh, back in those back in that season. When when it was Kobe's last season, it was it was a game time decision. Every time you didn't know if Kobe was going to play or not. He, he didn't play all the games. So, yeah, when I bought the tickets, I kind of expected it. That sucks, man. I got lucky. I got to see him a bunch of times. My favorite was I went to game two of the finals against the Magic. It went to o- OT. It's where Courtney Lee smokes the layup. And I just remember him being so locked in. Like, it was incredible. And, I mean, I saw him on numerous other occasions. I saw him when they played the Spurs in the playoffs, like, in the early 2000s. I was, like, nine. I'm trying to think the last time I saw him. I went to a game with Dwight Howard. I think it was the first win I went to that game against, like, I think it was Detroit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I went to that game and I said I remember sitting behind Joe Dumars and every time like Kobe scored he's like I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> I swear I was like seeing right my dad my dad doesn't even know he's like who's that my like, that's the GM of the Pistons. That's what like, I oh. love. That's what I love about Kobe man was he was hated yes but a lot of the, a lot of NBA fans just knew how good he was. It it wasn't even hate like oh he sucks like I think it's a different kind of hate. Because at the it was a hate that everyone respected. I think that was the big difference. Like when before LeBron went on this little run of greatness, probably before he was on the Cavs, when he was on the Heat, and especially early Heat days, there was that that next level of hatred towards LeBron. Don't you feel like like people actually hated him and everything about him? And it was so bad to the hate that they disregarded anything that he did that was close to greatness the first year i would say yeah with the heat yeah and with kobe it wasn't really like that i felt like i felt like with kobe people hated him but at the end of the day they respected him they knew he was a bad motherfucker yeah i was gonna say like the one thing that pissed me off about the retirement tour was like everyone was like enjoying him but i was like you guys have hated him for like 20 years like every <laughs> time he touched the ball like they were booing him yeah and then Man, just going back on that season of my best memories, one another one that pops up against Toronto when he just went on a three-point spree and he just started knocking them down left and right. That was insane, honestly. I remember, like, I thought that game was over, and I was like, of course, we're going to lose to Toronto of all teams. And then Kobe, like, willed us in. I think it was, like, a Saturday night game. Yeah, it was. I, it, was Sat- it was Saturday night because yep. I remember – I, I was eating breakfast with my grandpa and the owner of the restaurant, like it's a small restaurant. He comes over and he's like, did you tell me you guys saw the Kobe game last night? I was like, <laughs> it was unbelievable. I was going to, I was going to bring up a memory. Remember 07, 08, like the first year we went to the finals against Boston and lost. Yeah. There was a regular season game against 
the Hornets and Chris Paul and Kobe were like jockeying for MVP, like who's gonna win it. Mm-hmm. And everyone build it up. Like it's pretty late in the season, and Kobe gets a steal like in the third quarter ish, like reverse dunk, and it was just like the exclamation point. Because like <laughs> as Laker fans, we were like, bro, they they're never gonna give this fool an MVP. An MVP. He's already been like yeah. robbed twice. Yeah, exactly. And I, I want to ask you this: you you're talking about Kobe memories. What's your favorite Kobe season? Just what's your favorite season to just say like, hey, that Kobe was just so dominant or he had it all or even the Froby years when, you know, athleticism. What what Kobe season is your favorite? I'm going to go the year they beat Boston in seven. I thought the whole year because, I mean, it's not like we're casual Laker fans. We watched every game and it was just so fun to watch that team like Lamar coming off the bench. Find him for when he was good for like that one like that was like three years. I had a lot of fun watching that, and of course the year where he was averaging like thirty five a game, and he went for that's 81. my year. I'm picking the 06 year, the year that he scored eighty one, and he went on that tear where he was scoring sixty points within like what like nine or eight games or something. I vividly remember watching the Dallas game, and I was like, "Damn, this has got sixty two. He ain't gonna play." And I was with my dad, and my dad's like, yeah, it's probably never going to get that high again. And, like, less than two weeks later, it was me, my dad, and my dad's friend. We're watching it, and he's like, I'm going to go home. I'm like, bro, you don't want to miss this. Like, I feel like he's about to – he's like, all right, I'm going to stay for, like – I'm, like, 10, too. I'm not even that old. I'm like, I think he's going to, like, come on fire. And 55-second half points. It was incredible. 55 points, and then you know the rest, 81 (laughs) – that night was crazy, dude. I remember it being so windy where I was. It was uh, it was exactly that. I remember it. I mean, it was like my neighbor had a power outage. It was so Yeah, random. dude. Me and my brother were watching this game. And I remember, like like you said, he had, I think he had 55. And our TV kept on going in and out. And we're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, Kobe has fucking 71. Oh, shit. He has fucking 80. It's like, fuck, man. It was, it was a crazy time. I just remember like the TV going on and off because it was so fucking windy that night, but it was amazing, dude. Kobe, fuck man. Can can I add one more thing to like like why I really loved Kobe? I love the shoes, man. Like I'm a big sneaker guy. You know that. You know I got all of the like I have a bunch of the original Kobe's, and I remember I bought a pair before he passed away just because I was always in the market for old Kobe's. Still am size 15. Anyone got the hookup? <laughs> yeah man rest in peace kobe one thing i i I don't think max went because he he was real busy but i was so glad that i I had a chance to go to staples and pay my respects and it's crazy going back into time and knowing that i did that because of the whole covid thing there were so many fucking people at staples man right there for the basically for the the morning of kobe but I winded up leaving a, uh, the, it was the only thing I had on me. It was literally, a, it was right after work. And me and um, a couple of my cousins and my aunt were like, hey, like, have you went to Staples yet? I was like, no. They're like, all right, well, let's let's go. Like, it's the last day that they're going to, that they're <laughs> going to be having it before they get rid of all that stuff. And I was like, fuck, man, I got to go. But it was the only thing I had on me. It was on my keys. It was it was a Laker lanyard. I wish I could have left something better, but I gave my little my little thing right there, and I wanted up taking a couple pictures. But 
it was great, man. It was great just to to go do that and go remember Kobe. You know, this is sad and kind of a downer. The only thing I have like on the table where I record is uh, the newspaper from the day after he passed away. And it's like the big picture of Kobe. And I actually, I have that, and I have the newspaper of when he scored the 60 to end the game. Same here, uh, bro. His career, I got me. it. I got it up in my room. Probably for the YouTube, I'm going to have you send me the, the picture. But I have it up in my room for, for the newspaper where it was his last game, and he scored 60. And I actually have it. It's really old. It's in black and white. But I actually, my brother is the one that got it. Is um we have the eighty one points one for the L A Times. No, yeah, it's old, dude. No it's way. like almost ripped up and shit. But we have it. You know what? I remember a kid from my third grade class. He went to the game. Yeah, I remember a kid from my third grade class. He went to the game and he had the ticket. He brought the ticket to the next day and was showing everybody. And he, I was just like, wow, like come, so lucky because. People act like, oh, what was there? It's like it was Toronto versus Lakers. They both teams sucked. Like not a lot of fans were going to those games back then. Before we move on, I just think it's important to say there was a bunch of people calling. Like remember when they gave him that last extension? It was like two years, fifty mil or something. Yeah. People were saying it was a bad move. Yeah, it probably was, but when you give your heart and soul and carry a team for eighteen years, I'm okay with that. And we've seen icons of sports not finish out their career. Like who would have ever thought Tom Brady was leaving exactly New England? No one. Yeah. And I think that's the perfect segue to get into we're gonna do report cards for every NBA team. We're gonna give you a couple headlines dominating, a couple guys were playing well. And I wanna I'm interested to hear your grade. Let's start with the Lakers. What do you give the Lakers? Right now, man. I would give them an A plus. Thirteen and four. I would give them an A plus if they ended up. Wow! Look, I I I don't like what I what I seen in the late game from Dennis Schroeder and AD's kind of been coasting and kind of yeah basically he's been coasting and even LeBron to a degree even though LeBron is still dominant but hey man Caruso Catavius Caldwell Pope. Max has been on this guy forever. Me and Max have this little battle going on. I'm more of a Caruso guy. He's more of a KCP guy. But the aftermath of it, what me and Max winded up coming to to an agreement with, both of them are good. It's like whoever's hot, and they're both important. You were like, you're underselling it. Last year, it was like a two-hour debate, and it was like getting heated, and it was like, Who's going to finish out the game? And I was making the case for KCP. And then Frank Vogel's finishing the game with both. And we're both like, all right, I guess we both were right. <laughs> exactly. Chalk that up to like a win for both. And both guys wanted up coming up. I, I swear, me and Max were watching the finals, and I know he was. When we will look at the end of games, it will be like, who's going to play better, Caruso or KCP? And it's like, man, Caruso wanted up starting, and KCP and Caruso wanted up making huge plays in, in that game, in that game, what, six to close them out? Yeah, against Miami. They were big the whole postseason, and KCP got so much hate for that first two oh, weeks. Yeah. And he came I was, on I was one of them. I was one of them. And I was saying, prompt the breaks. He's going to be fine. He's not going to shoot 0% for the year. Uh, I like what I've been seeing from Schroeder. And, you know, I, I like how they've been using Montrez Herald. I hope they don't finish finish with him in late games. I hope not. I don't think so. I think Frank Vogel's doing more of an experiment thing. I almost changed my grade after watching LeBron destroy Cleveland last night. 
<laughs> but I'm going to go with A- minus just because they've been big coasting. And I know they're 13-4, and four, but they are just coasting. Yeah, and it's crazy. They're so good that the coasting is good enough, <laughs> at least for One right thing I'll now. I'll say, though, there's there's like instances where this team is so like there's so much ball movement like everyone's having fun and that's when this team is most dangerous when they play the two-man game they're dangerous but when everyone's doing good like watch out man and only thing i'm going to say is i just need dennis Schroeder to hit some more threes and stop shooting so many dumb shots in crunch time and we'll be fine we'll give it an a plus exactly well let's go to the to the clippers same team in la they're 13 and 4 and PG has been on a tear, man. Even though th- this just came out yesterday, uh, Kawhi and Paul George, COVID list. They might struggle for the next two weeks without both. I mean, like the COVID shit so bad right now for the NBA. They- I read yesterday they canceled their 22nd game, 23rd game. Man, I think the NBA was been learning from the NFL. It's just like, we're going to power keep through pushing. it. <laughs> yeah, keep pushing. I've liked what I've seen from the Clippers, though. I'm th- thank God Paul George got his trainer back, I guess, or he just put in the time this offseason. But like we've been saying, don't matter till you do it when on the big stage, big dog. But I'm going to give them a solid A. I give them a better grade than the Lakers. Wow. Yeah, I, I would. I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm with you. I got an A minus. I feel like they've been doing what what they expected to be doing and they deserve an A minus. Paul George is playing amazing. But like I said, regular season is a whole different thing. Playoffs is when it's going to matter. I want to see Paul George come out big and let's see what Kawhi can do and let's see where that team goes. Trade deadline's still not over, so maybe they can still make some big exactly. moves. I, was, I feel like this team's one trade away. I mean, not one trade away from being good, but they're going to make one more move. Like, this isn't the final roster. And we haven't even seen Kawhi really be Kawhi yet. I feel like he's been coasting so far. Yeah. Let's stay in the West. Let's go to the Utah Jazz. What do you think? I was wrong. I've been loving what I've been seeing from the Jazz. Mike Conley, I was completely wrong. He had, I don't know what happened to him last year, but I did not like what I seen from last year. Mike Conley this year has been showing me why he's a guy that everyone's been loving ever since his Memphis days. And the reason why he got paid as the top top dude in the NBA at one point <laughs> with that contract. <laughs> I feel like he was underrated for so long, he somehow became, like, overrated. Exactly. <laughs> and he was bad last year in Utah, and he had injuries, just inconsistencies, but he's been one of the most consistent players throughout his career before last year, and it's nice to see him finding his footing. I'm still not sold on this team as a titles contender, because I don't see, like, I know Donovan Mitchell, he's been playing good. He had, Let's just talk about the stupid beef between him, Shaq, and, like, Gobert. Shaq, we love Shaq, but I don't get the Gobert shit. And I didn't. I didn't have a problem with the Mitchell thing. I think he was just trying to like light a fire under his ass. Yeah, Mitchell responded well. He didn't take. He didn't take nothing to heart. He was just like, "All right, I'm gonna show you." Yeah, I didn't think Shaq had malice in that one. Did you? No, not at all. I've seen Shaq do that to to, to some players. And like he said, "I love your game. You're one of my favorite players." So it's just stupid, man. I really don't want to like go. I don't want to give this beef more more time than it deserves. Exactly. But. I think people just blow shit out of proportion. The shit with Gobert, like Shaq's right, he shouldn't be making $200 million, but he's still an amazing player. Yeah, right. And another guy that that been coming up big for them, Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson has been playing really good this year. If you were a Lakers fan in t- 2013, 
or no, like what, 2015, you thought Jordan Clarkson was the franchise guy, unless your name was Max <laughs> and Juan. I, or I Juan. Don't put Juan in there. <laughs> I've I've always fucking hated him, but I got him. He's been playing great. Yeah, I just I didn't hate him. I just hated like he the fits narrative his role. Like he's the, yeah, he's a great six man. Exactly, he's a scorer. That's all he's gonna be. And shit, props to him. You got a lot of. You can stay in this league for a long time with that job. I'm gonna give them an A. What's yours? I give them an A plus. I I feel like they've been doing really? great this year. A plus for Utah Jazz, my second team. Okay. <laughs> yeah, A plus, man. Twelve and four. They're they're third in the West, and. That's that's huge, man. That's huge because you got an, a lot of teams that we're gonna get into, like like the Nuggets. Let's talk about the Nuggets. The Nuggets are nine and seven. Give me a grade first. I'm kind of curious to see what it is. I got a C minus right now. Oh wow! I went even worse. I went D plus. Yeah, I I do not like it at all. C minus for the Nuggets. You know, Michael Porter Jr. I understand he he's been dealing with COVID for what was it for about a month and a half. No, I think something. It was a long ass time. I, he's he just came back. I think two nights ago. Yeah, and he had a pretty good game. Like, I think the Jeremy Grant thing. We all kind of like. I really wanted them to keep him. I thought he was the perfect front court partner for Jokic. I didn't think his absence would be like as glaring as a whole. And like, let's be real. What, what would you give Jamal Murray's season? I'd give it an F. Yeah, total F from, bad, from what just, the expectations we had from him. Yeah, I'm like, where, where, like, when are you gonna finally, like, show that you're gonna make the leap? Like, how do you? You should not be playing better in the playoffs than you are in the regular season. Like, you should not. Like, why aren't you dominating now, too? Yeah, man. And Jokic has been consistent. He's been doing his thing. It's a big part of why they're nine and seven. I think if Jokic was not playing consistent and kind of like the level that Murray is, they will be really bad. But Jokic is still playing very well. I don't know where that bubble Murray guy is. Do you know where he is? I think he's I think he's still in the bubble. And a guy I've had so much stock in the last couple of years has been Gary Harris. I'm selling it, man. I don't know what happened to him. He cannot shoot a jump shot anymore. And I mean the Nuggets aren't doing horrible. I will say that. Just for the expectations, they're nine and seven. They've been through a lot of injuries, but a lot of my grade came down to Jamal Murray. Exactly. And, and the expectations. It's just we had we had high hopes. Like this is why I, I went straight to the Nuggets because I feel like it's big for the Jazz because that third seed was kind of already locked up from the Nuggets. Everyone expected it was the Clippers, Lakers, and then Nuggets. Yeah, I don't think I don't know if we can say that now. And and I know they've dealt with injuries, like I said. And another team that's dealt with injuries is the Portland Trailblazers. They're nine and six right now. CJ McCollum's going to be out for four to six weeks with a foot fracture. Nurkic is out for a while, too. What are you going to give? I'm going to give them a B minus. I'm going to give them a C plus. C plus. Because they're doing okay, but with the injuries, and I just don't know what this team's ceiling is, man. They're just so mediocre to me. Well, it's going to be tough with the McCollum and Nurkic injury, but. Nurkic just seems like he's he's just injury prone, man. It seems like he that guy's getting hurt all the fucking time. Are you considering the broken leg thing too, or that's just a fluke? Yeah, it is a fluke, but uh, you gotta count it at some point. I'm with you on that. And like, what what should they do? Should they just blow it up? Should they keep going? Like, I don't get what like the ceiling is. Like I've said, like yeah, the ceiling like is. CJ was balling exactly. Like, he was balling, no doubt. But I think it's just time to move on from this backcourt and. 
like Dame needs an all-star level, like a excuse me, an all NBA caliber guy. CJ's really good, but he he's not the type of guy you win a championship with if he's your second best player. Exactly. But hey, they're nine and six, and with them being nine and six, it's a lot better than what I expected from them. I didn't think they were gonna be that good this year. I thought they were gonna take a way step back, but I'm gonna give them a B. A solid B. I felt Ooh, wow. Yeah, I'm gonna give them a solid B. I like I said, I thought they were gonna do a lot worse. And they haven't. They're above five hundred. That might change with all these injuries and how they play, but hey, Damian Lillard, we all know what he brings to the table. He's he's phenomenal, man. Damian Lillard's a dog. He is that, and he's been one since he entered the NBA. I think the next dog point guard, though, building off what you said, is John Morant. And he missed some time with that ankle injury that people thought was going to be catastrophic. He missed, like, seven games, I think. Grizzlies are 7-6. and six. I'm going to give them a B. And they're still missing their arguably second-best player, JJJ. Yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr., They've been missing him. Like you said, they, they lost John Morant for a little bit, but they stayed above water, bro. I, I'm going to give them a B also. I got the same exact grade. I like what I've been seeing from the Grizzlies. We are just talking about them in our last NBA pod, and I like a bunch of talent that they have. Their, their bench is really good. Whenever I look at their team, I see the bench. There's no one on that bench that just sucks. Like they're all just solid players. We're gonna play hard. They're gonna just do their jobs, and that's what's beautiful about Memphis. Exactly. And let's move on to the the Phoenix Suns. Man, they started off really good. They winded up coming back down the earth. They're still above five hundred. The Suns are eight and seven. What What are you thinking with them? I think it's taking some time with DeAndre Ayton and how they're gonna use him. I don't know how how you're going to do that. I just, man, it's hard because he really does have a good face up game and he has, he has some, some decent post moves. It's not horrible. It's not like Hassan Whiteside bad. A lot of anti Hassan Whiteside feelings on game for me, bro. <laughs> but it's facts though. Like, come on. Like, I'm not going to say, Deon- I'm not going to sit here and say DeAndre Ayton is Hakeem Olajuwon status, but. What about Andre Drummond? Better? Better than Andre <laughs> or Drummond? Andre Drummond. Stop. That's, that's on the bad end, okay? <laughs> He's having a hell of a year, apparently. I don't know, but continue. Continue with the Suns. <laughs> but look, CP3 and, and Devin Booker, maybe they're figuring out how to play with each other. I think so. I don't think Booker has had the amazing year we've kind of thought he was going to have. I mean, same thing with Aiden. Everyone thought, like, oh, I even said it. I'm like, oh, Aiden's going to be unlocked by CP3. And let's be real. It wasn't, like, a real, like, offseason. Same, like, the COVID shit still slowing everything down. And I think they're going to figure it out. I think they're going to be fine. And, like, they're 8-7, and seven, but they've been playing well. I'm going to give them a B- because they should be a little better. They've, they've lost some close games, but I, I see the strides of their they know how to win now. Like, they understand what it takes. Yeah, I'm going to give them a B. I like what I've seen from the beginning of the season. I do feel like CP3, by by the by the end of the year, he's going to figure out how to really unlock this guy, whether that's getting him in some more high pick-and-roll action. And you know what Devin Booker brings to the table. I'm looking forward to seeing him. Hopefully they make the playoffs. 
And my prediction is they are going to make the playoffs. So I hope we do see them. And my prediction is right. But yeah, I look forward to, to Devin Booker proving on why he should be a top NBA player. Because for years, I, w- I would use the term that Max <laughs> would use for him. He was a looter in the fire. He was. I mean, people got so mad at me for saying that at the time, but you know, it's like it's nut crunch time now. You got to just fucking earn your stripes. Eyes, there. Dog, you got to got to earn your stripes. <laughs> it's time to go out there, pull your pants up, do your job, win, be a franchise player, do all the little things right, set the tone for the team and we're going to see over the next coming weeks. Let me just preference all this shit right now. I, we should have probably done it at the beginning, but it's been a weird season. The COVID shit makes shit weird. We understand that. Exactly. And with that said, I'm going to give them a B. I feel like they've been doing just fine. They're going to be fine at the end of the year. And let's just keep on seeing this process grow. Were we a little too happy on them after like the first couple weeks? Were we a little too high on them? Yeah, a little bit. Because they they look good, man. They were what? I think they were 5 and 1 or 4 and 1. 4 and 0, I think. Something like that. Exactly what you said. Another team, I think we. I was definitely too high on was the Dallas Mavericks. It's been a rough start, I feel like. Luka's out of shape. Porzingis just came back from injury. How long can you count on him? I don't know, man. I don't. This team, I've had really high hopes for them. I know it's been weird with the COVID shit. I get it. But I've been underwhelmed by the Mavericks. Yeah, I had high hopes for the, for the Mavericks, man. And I think all season, what I've been seeing and what a lot of people have been seeing and that's been exposed is... They have no depth. They really don't, man. It's Luca or die. That's what it is. That's why. Oh, that's a good tag. <laughs> we should we should do like taglines for NBA teams. Yeah, Lu- yeah. For that team, it's Luca or die. That's that's what they are, and that's why KP is so huge for them. He needs to really give them a boost and really have that duo playing really good. And I don't know, man. They they just have no depth. They don't have nobody. They just really don't. They have Luca. Are you saying Trey Burke isn't a, subs- a, a suitable backup? <laughs> exactly, Trey Burke. It's like, come on, man. I I really what wish they would have about Tim Hardaway. I really wish they would have kept saying? Seth Curry. I know they they made the swap for Josh Richardson. I think he's going to help them later in the season because he's a three and D guy. Curry's just like a three point shooter. I'm going to give the Mavericks a C minus. Just because Luke has been so out of shape and they've gotten off to a slow start, and I had high expectations for them. Yeah, I got the same grade, man. I got a C minus, unfortunately. And this, look, everyone had him for betting odds, Luca for the MVP. I need to get my money back on that bet. <laughs> We're talking about a Dallas team, right? You know where they play? Texas. Texas. So let's move on to San Antonio, baby. As Charles Barkley says, where all the thick women are. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Don't start that. Come on. We're not that type of puck. What are they? They're 9-8. and I feel like that's the same shit with Portland. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. You're not going to win a championship. You got some fun young guys. Like, I get DeMar. He's cool. He shoots mid-range. He's shooting threes now. He's a great facilitator. But what are you doing? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, they they have a bunch of players who are just solid They're. I think that's the best way to describe the Spurs right now. They're just solid. They're not good. They're not bad. Okay. LaMarcus Aldridge solid right now 
as at this point in his career. Same thing with DeMar DeRozan. He's he's solid. That's it. That's there's no way there, there's no other way to put it. Is there a young guy from this team you're pretty high on? I was really high on Dejounte Murray, but I think I think the the analytics don't really play him that well as far as the offensive end. Because, you know, we know what he brings to the defensive end. But I think to play point guard and to be an elite point guard, you need to have a little bit more better of a offensive game than, than he does. I feel like he just should be a 3 and D player. He's a monster on defense. I'm I'm big on Keldon Johnson. He's from Kentucky. He's one of my favorite guys on their team. And, I mean, give me your grade. I'm going to give him what solid is, C+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I gave them just to see. Like, good job. You're winning. You you won one more game than you lost. Like, what do you want? Maybe they I can get, get back on that on that streak that they were for the playoffs. <laughs> Jeez, I don't think it's gonna happen this year. But I mean, let's stay in, let's stay in Texas. Let's go to the Rockets. This is a weird grade because this team just had a makeover. Harden got traded. John Wall has a sore knee the last few games. He played tonight. That's not a great sign for John Wall. Uh, I don't know if you saw DeMarcus Cousins. He's he's fucking back, I guess, after one good game. Is he back? I hope so. I mean, I love Boogie, man. I always thought he was a great you player. You love yourself some Boogie. I mean, granted, I know he doesn't result in wins, but I just love this game. I love the meanness. I think it's time he kind of figures out how to like, fix his temper because he's getting thrown out of games for doing like stupid shit. It's like, come on, dude. You're like a 10-year veteran. You got to figure it out. Yeah, John Wall... I'm I'm getting some Todd Gurley vibes. Ooh, that's a good one. Look, John Wall might be Todd Gurley. Like they're both very like good. No, I think shit. Todd Gurley was a lot better than John Wall. I'll give Gurley that. John Wall was a top ten player in the league one year. Yeah, but come on, Todd Gurley was. <laughs> he had three good years. Yeah, he had back. three good years, but I think Todd Gurley had more success than John Wall. You can't lose your job to fat CJ Anderson and get my respect. <laughs> That's the sore knees, dog. But like you said, this team has had a whole new makeover with the whole Harden trade. It's a small sample size. You can tell that the guys are relieved from just not having Harden there and moving on with, with their lives and their basketball futures. But hopefully John Wall doesn't show bad signs from his knee and hopefully Boogie winds up continuing to be solid. And right now I'm a, I'm going to give him a grade of incomplete. There's really nothing you can say. Wow. Right now. I, I put Top out. I put incomplete. I went with C plus. Why do you think I gave them the plus? Uh, maybe because of Christian Wood. I don't know. <laughs> no, because they traded that fucking bun. <laughs> this Sorry. Is, I shouldn't say okay, that. that is, that is a good point, but I just think it's it's too small of a sample size right now. It, no, I'm just saying getting him out. Just yeah. getting him out. Of as, as an organization, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's going to hurt them just because they don't have the superstar. And he's not a bum. I'm just saying the way he conducted himself was bumish. Yeah, but hey, um, I just brought up Christian Wood. Christian Wood's been playing really great. Every, every like, underground NBA basketball show – Anything like us or any anyone who talks NBA players, people love Christian Wood all over the damn place. Everyone was the first guy to find I know, Christian everyone Wood. this year. Like, surprising player yeah. to look out for. Christian Wood, Christian Wood, Christian Wood. It's like, is this guy really that surprising if everyone fucking knows him? 
No, he's like Mike Conley. He's so underrated. Here we go. He's overrated again. It's like, come on. I love me some Christian Wood. I never understood. I think I've told that story on the podcast. Me and my friend were like, why did he not get drafted? And I get he went through a lot of shit, but he's so stupid at this point. And I don't know. Is there a team you want to get into next? Uh, Let's go to the Warriors. The Warriors have been, hey, they, they kind of pumped the brakes on us, especially, and said, hold on there, you know, I'm Steph Curry. I'm, I'm still an MVP. I'm still an NBA champion. I, I can still do shit. They're 8-8 eight and eight right now. They started off, what, like 0-3, 0-4? Yeah. <laughs> and getting blown out in the really front. Like, well they were bad Steph. losses. I really love Steph, Draymond, and Wiseman, those three together. I know Wiseman's been up and down, but, like, what did you expect? He hasn't played basketball in 13 months, COVID. He's a rookie. I just see flashes from him, and I'm like, those flashes look so good. I've been so impressed by his jump shot, bro. Yeah, it looks like he's been improving it. He's been in the lab. As the season goes by, I just feel like that guy's going to get better. I really like what I've seen from Wiseman. We say it every time we, we start talking about him. Every single game, some some part of the game, you always see a flash from this dude. All the time. Can I show? Can I can I share with you something I saw online yesterday? It said the Warriors could offer Kelly Oubre Jr. and James Wiseman for Andre Drummond. What would you think of that trade? If they <laughs> what did the it? fuck does that do for the Warriors? Did you? Did, can I read my caption that I put? <laughs> yeah. That I that I said I sent you. So they're smoking crack. <laughs> Why the fuck would you trade a nineteen-year-old? For Andre, like a 19-year-old potential stud center for Andre Drummond. Like, I get it. 20 and 20, whatever. He doesn't impact the game. He can't do shit with the ball. He just eats off offensive glass. He's like a shittier Rudy Gobert. That's all he is. I don't know what... I don't understand the hype with Andre Drummond, but... I like what I've seen from the Warriors. I think they're actually going to... I wouldn't be surprised if they made the playoffs. And we both wrote them off too soon. Yeah. We were wrong for that. Yeah, we were wrong. I I give them a B plus. I'm going to go with a B. And I feel like the way they've been trending lately, the grade will, will get better because they've been trending in the right direction. Yeah. They're definitely looking like they're going to at least make a run at the playoffs. And that's huge, man, especially the year without Clay. Oh, you can only imagine what this team would have looked like with Clay. I think we'd be talking about them potentially as the three or four seed. Exactly. And but then again, I don't think they sign Kelly Oubre if Clay comes in. Well, shit, I would trade a first round pick for Kelly Oubre even with Clay. I like. I don't see why. I not. think the and, whole money situation, though. That I think the reason how early Clay got hurt, they wanted up getting some money because of that. Oh, like that to say, yeah, that uh, that's the injury. That's what made him. We got able that for to... Demarcus Cousins, I think. Can we go, look? We have four teams left. I'm gonna give you the one team I have that has a good grade. I got the Thunder with a B minus. But should it be a B minus? Because they're supposed to be tanking and they're doing <laughs> a too good of a job. Yeah, I got them a C plus. <laughs> they've been doing good sga looks good lou dort your boy i didn't know I, no he's not my boy he's just a, i mean he slide them feet though i'll say that <laughs> but look how do we grade them do we grade them on like how the successful they've been because like their goal is to tank isn't it yeah obviously so, like, but they got so many picks, great they might not have to that's true and okay let's look i got the last three teams we have I don't know how you have them graded. I have them like the with the worst grades. <laughs> Where do you want to start? Let's start off with um, we'll go that team last. But we'll, let's start off with the Kings. 
I right off bat, I'm I'm gonna tell you my shit. D minus. Oh, <laughs> I was meaner than I was. I gave him a D, man. The only two players I've really enjoyed watching from the Kings this year is Tyrese Halliburton and De'Aaron Fox. This team, man, this is some typical King shit. Like, they don't know what they're doing. They can't play defense. <laughs> Remember Luke Walton, how great of a defense he had? What happened to that? Yeah, I think it's time for him to go. It's time. I think Marvin Bagley and him should both go. I don't know what's up with Marvin Bagley. I'm kind of, I think, I don't think he's terrible, but I think just the situation he's in is terrible. Yeah, he needs to get out of Sacramento. Sacramento is one of those teams, man, where it's just so much bad luck and nothing goes well there. Like you said, Halliburton and, and De'Aaron Fox, they're fun to watch, you know, on a random NBA league pass night, but. You know, Buddy Hill, the shooter, we don't really know what he's doing. Marvin Bagley, and it's just that team is so weird. I have no hope it's going to get better for them. They're 6-10. and 10. I feel like some of their wins, too, have kind of come just from this, like, weird start to the season. Yeah. I just don't have any faith in them. And speaking of shitholes, because a comparable one to Jeez. that, to, to Sacramento, is Minnesota. What's your grade, what's <laughs> what your grade for, for the Timberwolves? I'll give Anthony Edwards dunk last night an A plus, but I'm gonna give their season a fucking D plus. Oh my god! So I was I was with my cousin when I was doing these grades, and I was doing the Minnesota Timberwolves, and he was like, "Does this dunk change your mind?" I'm like, "Fuck no." <laughs> I don't even like what I've seen from Edwards, bro. Like I don't get what someone today in this group chat I had was like, "What's Anthony Edwards' ceiling?" Was and someone said Donovan Mitchell. I'm like. Pfft. He'll be fucking lucky to get as good as Donovan Mitchell. I don't see it from this dude. Yeah, I see athleticism. We saw that same shit from Wiggins. He was athletic. It never, it never got put together. And like, I know Cat got Cat broke his wrist or fractured his wrist. He was out for a bit. Can we talk about D'Angelo Russell for like two minutes? Yeah, am I fucking a bro? Where the fuck is this dude? It's just twenty and a fucking loss, bro. And it's like you guys are never close. I don't like what I've seen out of a Kogi. I don't like what I've like. I don't like anyone on their team. I don't know why. Like I can't believe how little I like their team. I don't like their coach either. Man, yeah, I got him. I got him as an F, straight up F. Wow. I only gave him a D plus just because Cat's been injured. Yeah, Cat's been injured, but I I feel like if Cat played, it wouldn't be that much. What what would they be? Five and ten. <laughs> One more fucking <laughs> My God, win. God, six. Get- I give him six and nine. Come on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look, my boy Edwards, 12 points a game. You want to guess the amount of shots to get 12? 15. Nah, 13. Just He's not that inefficient. <laughs> he's, just, he's shooting 34% from the field. That ain't getting it fucking done. Oh, my gosh. I told you. I'm like, I don't know why they're keeping the number one pick. They need a win now. Yeah, exactly. They need a win now. They got two all-stars on their team. Okay, whether people want to give shit to D'Angelo Russell, D'Angelo Russell was playing phenomenal in in Brooklyn. Okay, he was an all star. I take that. No, I disagree. I never thought he was playing that good. <laughs> I thought he had like two fucking good weeks, and they rewarded him. I've always said, and I will continue to say, this dude is not that good. He's just a looter and a fire. He gets nineteen a game, twenty <laughs> a game. He ain't never made them competitive. Well. That statement is 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 standing very true because 
what they're doing in Minnesota. He's not he's not affecting their their win total. But let's move on to the last team in the West, and I saved them hold for on, last. Hold on, hold on. Before you say the team, how disappointed are you? It was just the most disappointing team you've had. Most disappointed, yourself. and I'm with you 100. percent Yeah, and I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start it off straight off straight off the bat. F. I hate what I've what I've seen so far. I hate it. I went with F minus, just to give that make it worse. And I mean, everyone's figured it out. It's the Pelicans. What the fuck is wrong with this team? I think it's Van Gundy. I haven't seen anything different than last year with these guys. Dude, I don't know what the hell Van Gundy is doing, but I hate the way he uses all these players. I don't understand the Steven Adams deal that they did. I don't know why they brought him in. He doesn't really fit. Um, Reports just came out that they're trying to trade Lonzo and, and J.J. Redick. Well, well, JJ, he's not even really playing that much, which is strange. For a team that has very little shooting, you'd think he'd be out there a lot more. And Look, I think it's time to call it on Lonzo Ball. He needs to – does he need another fresh start? I give him one more. I was just thinking about it. I give him one more, bro. One more fresh start, and depending on where he goes, this is going to be the deciding factor on if he's a bust. Because second overall pick, dog, yeah, fucking right. Remember last year when he had that good stretch before the bubble where he was shooting the ball well? He has not recaptured that at all, and it's been surprising. He's shooting 29% from three. Let's be real, though. It's not all on the play, like the coaching. This roster's fucking weird. Bledsoe and Lonzo, not ideal. Steven Adams and Zion, why? What did I tell you before the season? Or what have I told you? I mean, we've talked about this. Who's the perfect fit for Zion? And I was like, you need a shooting big. You cannot have a big, hulking big. I know that's a little redundant. Just standing in front of the basket. Zion can't do anything from what, like five feet out? <laughs> yeah. It's Ten pr- feet out? It, what's what's the like? What's the cutoff for him doing stuff? At least 16 feet and above. Because <laughs> he can jump like from the free throw line. Fuck, dude. <laughs> oh, was, that's why. Look. You know what they're ranked defensively? This is kind of surprising. They're 19th defensively, but their offense, it's so bad. It's 22nd with all the guys they have. You'd think it would be better. Do you think it's a coaching thing or just like a fit thing? I think it's all around. I don't I don't know what I don't know what David Griffin did. I know he got all the pieces from the A D trade and hey, B I we, we didn't mention B. I. G. Brandon Ingram. He I, I like what I've seen from Brandon Ingram so far. It, it looks like he's He's really doing his part. Like he scores points, and you know he's a he's a good shot creator. But everything else, man, like I said, the Stephen Adams, they don't even play JJ Redick. Lonzo Ball with the whole playmaking ability, they thought it was gonna work out with Zion with throwing lobs and shit. Obviously, it hasn't because they don't even play that fast like they were last year. How bad do you rank that Stephen Adams deal? Because you've brought it up twice. It's horrible. I hate it. I I didn't really understand it when they signed him. And it just confirmed it by seeing it in an NBA game. It does not work. He's just in the fucking way, bro. He's just in the way <laughs> whenever he plays with Zion. And I love Steven Adams as a player. I think he's he has a home in, the, in on an NBA team. Just not on the Pelicans. Also, I don't think he deserves to make $18 million right now. Like, 
who wants just defense and not like he's not an amazing defender who just wants toughness for 18 million dollars i feel like you're just paying him for what because people know who he is he's like an like he's not a household name but he's a pretty well-known guy do you mind if i speak some like harsh truths about my boy zion williamson go on ahead his debut do you remember how many threes he hit in his debut yeah he had like three or four right four for four how many threes do you think he's made since then I'll give him five. He's made three since Jesus. then. Jesus. <laughs> you remember oh, people man. though saying like, oh, this guy, he can shoot. He can shoot. That's crazy, man. Yeah. What happened, Zion? You got short arms too. You're supposed to be good at shooting. <laughs> I read that makes you a good shooter, short arms. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. This is not the year though. And, Fuck, dude. The NBA has them on like a bunch of primetime games. Everyone thought that they were going to be fun to watch. That's another thing. They're fucking whack as fuck to watch. They're not even fun to watch. No, they're not fun. They're a boring ass watch. They aren't fun because they just run into each other. Like we said, they just, I don't know, man. They've been the most underwhelming team. And I think that. That's all I got for them. You got anything to add? No, man. They're F. They're, they're the most disappointing team in the West. Do you want to move to the East? Let's do it, man. And let's start off from the bottom. Okay, let's get the... Perfect. Yeah, let's get these bottom teams over with. Detroit Pistons, F-, minus. whatever you can... How? Whatever you can give under a, a worse than an F-, minus, do it. It's like 0%. How? They're, I gave them an A+. Plus. They're doing They're their doing job. They're doing their job. <laughs> they fucking suck, though. They're taking a 3 and 13. <laughs> no, they, I gave them a, an F-, minus too. They are terrible. You know what? I change it. I'm changing it to an F- just because Jeremy Grant F plus, I knew you were gonna Jeremy, do that. I knew you were gonna because Jeremy Grant has been playing good. That's the only thing. Yeah, but come on, it's kind of the same. Who the fuck is? Who the fuck else is gonna score? Blake Griffin's hasn't dunked yet. That's notable, right? Oh I mean, we're like the fiftieth podcast in the world to report that. I and guess then a million. All the fucking D Rose fans are kind of. What happened to them? I don't fucking I haven't know. heard from them. Look, Max knows this. I'm not a big D Rose fan. Fucking D-Rose fanboys get on my fucking nerves, bro. So much, bro. Every year, it's something else. D-Rose is back, dog. He was a fucking dude. Most athletic point guard. Blah, blah, blah. This, that. This, that. Dog, let's give it up, all right? It's a cool story. He's a fucking crybaby. He likes to cry. He's real emotional. That don't mean I have to fucking like the guy, okay? Come on, leave D Rose alone. I'll leave him alone. He he's already going through enough suffer. Cause I do think I'll give him this. Okay, I didn't think he was shit. All right, I didn't think he he was able to play in the NBA again. He proved me wrong. He's he's a good backup point guard. I'll give him that. He's a good backup point guard. He's good enough to have on an NBA roster. But he, is he all star D Rose? No. Let's give it up, people. Stop. It's not gonna happen. That guy's gone. Okay, let's move on. I feel like Russell Westbrook kind of took his shine for, like, the most athletic point guard, and that's the perfect segue to talk about the Wizards, who I also have it in F. F. I got an F, too. They (laughs) suck. They are terrible. Scott Brooks needs to go. Russ has just been horrific. I don't give a fuck if he's averaging a triple-double. He's been horrific. He can't shoot the ball. Yo, what's going to happen first? Scott Brooks is fired or Bradley Beal's traded? <laughs> I hope Scott Brooks is is fired because 
Russell Westbrook can get him fired for a second time in his career. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Yo, if you get a coach fired twice, like you should never pair those two players together again. <laughs> exactly. So for the next team, I'll let you pick. Cause I'm not sure we have the next like underwhelming team. The same. Mm, let's go. Let's go heat. Let's talk about the heat. They're six and nine, man. Slow start. Definitely a slow start. I mean, Jimmy got hurt, so I'm not too f- – are you that worried about the Heat, though? I'm not that worried. Just because they play in the East, though, it's it's easy for them to catch up on some games and get some momentum, especially with all the bad teams in the East. But we'll see how it goes. I'm not worried. What's your grade for them? I got them as, as a D right now just because it's a slow start. Really? Yeah, right now it's a I went D. with a C. I went with a C just because – the injury to Jimmy, and I'm not. Maybe it's just a little biased because I've seen the Heat start slow. Like, remember the year they went? What was it like? Ten and thirty, and then they went thirty and ten. Yeah, and they just missed the playoffs. <laughs> I'm not too worried. My my lowest grade for, was with the Magic. My grade was INJ for injury because that's what this team is. They've lost two of their best three players. <laughs> Man, but if. Do you want me to give a letter, or do you want me to? Just, can I stick with INJ? No, INJ is fine. That's that's it's fitting. I gave him an incomplete for the Rockets, so I get you. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a D. It, it hasn't been that good, but like you said, it, it's been a bunch of injuries. But uh, Vucevic, he's been one of the best big men in the league for quite a, some time now. He's kind of underrated. He's underrated, but I just don't think he gets the credit because his brand of basketball is not flashy. Yeah, it's boring. It's not. I don't think he's not a good defender, so people are gonna say he can't play him in the playoffs. And do you think they should trade Aaron Gordon? Let's just let's talk about that for one minute because that's always a, that's been a trade rumor for what like four years. Exactly, they're gonna trade him. I wish I could see him on a different team. I would like to see him on a team that wouldn't play him at the three. Like, why not just play him at the four? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and I hate the way that they try to use him. It's like they try to make him into something that he's really not. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, let's just face it. The Magic aren't the best-run organization. I think they're actually well-coached, but just their players aren't that great. And you know what? I'll say this. I'm going to give you one player I've been impressed with, and I kind of called it. Cole Anthony. He's been stepping yeah, up. Yeah, Cole Anthony with the injury. And, bro, can we just trade Mo Bamba, or should he <laughs> just retire? He's been a big disappointment. Gosh, man. Remember that? What was the song? Mo Bamba. The song was Mo Bamba. I still never heard it. <laughs> exactly. I'm so fucking glad. He f- I'm not glad he like fizzled out, but I was so like low on man. him as a prospect. He was more the, the brand of Mo Bamba. That's probably why he went so high. But speaking of a guy who is his own brand and really popular and everyone everyone knows him, LaMelo Ball and the Hornets, man. Seven and nine. LaMelo has looked good. Am I right? I think he's looked up and down. Some like typical rookie shit. I've been impressed with just the playmaking. I always knew he could playmake, but he looks a lot more fluid than Lonzo. I don't know. Is that just me? I mean, you watch Lonzo just as much as I have. I feel like he's just smoother than Lonzo. He's a lot more smoother. It seems like he has a, a just a lot more feel for the game. I feel like with with exactly Lonzo. what I was just gonna say. And it's and it's fitting though. It's fitting. He's been he's literally played basketball his whole life, and. He's literally played basketball with grown men for half, more than half of his basketball career so far. Do you remember my um, saying about the youngest brother usually? 
they usually end up better. Yeah. Because they've been going against the bigger guys, exactly. the tougher guys. I'll say this. Did you see LeVar was talking about I – mean, I don't want to give LeVar a platform, not that we're huge or anything, but he they should uh, – Melo ain't happy coming off the bench. And then the coach was like, yeah, well, and he has five turnovers in 15 minutes. Can't really play him. Sorry. I was like, that's an amazing response. I'm so tired of the LeVar ball shit. Just shut the fuck up, my guy. <laughs> You're a bum, just like your brand. Big bum brand. Should fucking change the name to it. So they have a couple other guys besides LaMelo Ball. They have Gordon Hayward, who they paid a shit ton of money to. And he's been he's been having some good games here and there. He's showing signs of life. I'll say that for sure. Yeah. Really quick, are you not a fan of my uh, LeVar Ball take? <laughs> no, I get you. It's, to me, it's just it's just I'm LeVar fatigued, bro. It's just like I get it. He's funny. He says some outlandish shit. I'm just kind of over it at this point. Uh, yeah, like you had your year. Exactly. Just like shut up. Like bro. he's cool. Like I, I respect him. Like he's he's raised three great boys, man. You know. All three of them have been in the NBA at one point, if you want to count Jello. No, two of them <laughs> have made the NBA. But hey, all 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 of his all of his boys, man, even even though Jello went through the whole China thing, I really do think there he's raised three great boys, man, compared to a lot of other. I agree people with out that. There. I will give him credit it can be, for that. It, I just it can be a lot worse. Yeah, I just just like bro, just shut up about your like your son's yeah. playing time. He's a fucking rookie. Like let him earn his stripes, my guy. Exactly. Like he'll project. And he was a lot worse. It was a lot worse for Lonzo. I'll give him that. Lamelo's been a little bit more toned down and low key, as far as Lavar speaking up, because it was bad when Lonzo first started. That it was, and we were in the middle of it. Not me and you, but I'm saying Laker fans were in the middle yeah, of it. Exactly. And he basically made the Lakers take him. Yeah. Exactly. And what was your grade for them? Yeah. The Hornets. I got him as a C plus. I like what I've seen so far. Um, one guy that, that we didn't talk about was Terry Rozier. And speaking of Terry Rozier, we have a fan question. It's a guy off Instagram. And he Ooh. was asking if Rozier can be traded to the Clippers. I could see that happening. I would wonder who the – maybe the Nick Batum gets back, goes back home. No, it would probably have to be Patrick Beverly, maybe Zubak. God, that would be such a Hornets fucking move. Yeah, to I told him it was a, it, it was a really good question. His, his name on Instagram is you guys can follow him. It's kind of hard to say. It's all in one. It's flaming hot b ball dose. That that's his name. He does a lot of breakdowns. He does a lot of trade scenarios. But one of them one of them that he asked me was if Rubio or Rozier is a better fit for the Clippers. I just I Rozier. just put in Rozier just separate just because we're talking about the Hornets. But let's bring it up. Rubio or Rozier, better fit for the Clippers, real quick. Rozier, easily. Hard-nosed defender. He's a dog. I feel like he's kind of got some Patrick Beverly to him. I would say this. I kind of like Rubio a little bit better just for the situation for the Clippers. Yeah, I know Rozier is is, is a great player. He's, you know, he's, he's a good scorer, and he can put up some points. But one thing that I that I seen from Rozier in Boston was he tries to be the hero and he tries to take a lot of shots that he's not supposed to kind of like Marcus smart in a way and kind of like a guy like Marcus Morris. <laughs> and I, yeah, I know they just get real shot. Oh, happy. And I just, I hey, me personally, you know I rather have those shots go to Kawhi and Paul George, you know, 
even though Paul George doesn't I mean, really I deserve it, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I would rather I give the Ka- Kawhi. I think I think Rozier Loki got a big head from when he destroyed Eric Bledsoe, man. <laughs> yeah, but you feel me on that though, right? Like Rozier's just that no, kind I'm of player. With you. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, 100. percent I hear you. Like he he got that he got that swagger. Like he thinks he's the best basketball player on the court, and it's like my guy. You're not. You're good. Exactly. Shout out to Flaming Hot B-Ball Dose, man. Uh, great question, man. Great content, too. Go follow him. He's a real cool dude. For sure. And do you mind if I take this to a team that has another guy that's kind of like LaMelo Ball? People love him a lot, and I just don't get it. <laughs> Who's that? Zach Levine and the Chicago Bulls. Oh, my I don't goodness. understand. They're 7-9, and nine, I know. I just think they suck, dude. I don't get it. And Wendell Carter's out for four weeks. I just, if I was them, I'd trade Zach Levine. I don't get it. Yeah, them as a team, it's, I really don't know what it is. You know, they have a guy like Laurie Marketing. A lot of people think that Marketing should be the guy and they should trade Wendell Carter. But I don't know that the Chicago, the Chicago Bulls as an organization is just weird, man. They still have a guy in Kobe White. It's like he's up and down. It's like all the fuck they have is Zach Levine. And, yeah, I get it. Zach Levine is putting up monstrous points, and he's this and he's that. And I don't know, man. I'm just the NBA, dude. I'm just not that impressed sometimes with, with guys who can't win and just continue to put up points, especially when they're only a one-side-of-the-ball kind of player because he don't play no kind of defense. Hey, Zach Levine's a one-trick pony. He's a scorer. Granted, he's an amazing scorer, amazing dunker. Amazing athlete, but there's no stat that shows impact on game. He does not impact the game a lot. People say, well, he gets 40 for them. Well, I'm like, yeah, but, I mean, by the time that he gets 40, they're either losing or they kind of let the game slip away. So you got to make an, an impact on the game, and that's you're controlling the pace of the game. You're setting up teammates, and Zach Levine would be great if he played next to a, an elite caliber player. Like, imagine him with LeBron. Where he could just be Kyrie Irving and just score and go to work. Yeah. That's what he needs. That's where I think he would be his best. He's not a franchise player. And look, a, a lot of people are going to say they have a shit team around him. Like, what is he supposed to do? Like, he's around garbage. Yeah, that is true. But a guy like him, sometimes a player who's not that efficient and doesn't make guys better, he's kind of part of the problem. Exactly. And people don't want to hear that because they just see the stats and they just see the the ESPN highlights, the House of Highlights shit. I watch the Bulls. Yeah, he's talented, man, but he's not a winner, and he needs someone to show him how to win, or he needs to figure it out himself, and most guys, they don't figure it out. Like Devin Booker, how many years did we watch him struggle in Phoenix? Exactly. Granted, they put shit team around him, but if you're that great, you step up to the plate. Exactly. Deliver. You don't get paid to score points. You get paid to win games. Great point, bro. Yeah, Zach Levine. People are going to hate to hear that because – so many NBA fans, they, they love the guys who score points. That's what it's all about. It's all about the points. Try to affect the game other ways, bro. It's not all about scoring, okay? Be efficient. Make guys around you better. That's what makes LeBron great. That's what makes everyone great. KD is just not a scorer, bro. He makes people around him better. Exactly. I think that's the that's the perfect way to sum it up. And like, I have three teams for you. I bunched them up as fool's gold. So you can just give me your, let's like rapid fire these three teams. I got the Knicks, Hawks, and Cavaliers. Do you agree that they belong in the fool's gold category? Just two of them. Knicks and Cavs, they're fool's gold. I don't think the Hawks are fool's gold. Okay, let's go with, the, let's, go, let's talk about those two teams. 
I'm going to give the Knicks a B. I give the they're, Knicks they're a eight, B. 10. Also. <laughs> yeah. I'll say this. They're playing hard as fuck for t- Tibbs. They're just not very good. <laughs> and they're bad roster. And I think they're going to make a trade. Like, I would trade for Randall if I was like, I don't know, maybe like the Magic. If you want to go for a playoff push, I would trade for Randall. Get rid of Aaron Gordon and shit. Yeah. And um, a guy like Obi Toppin, he's been, he's been fun to watch when he does play. I know he hasn't played all games, but he's been fun to watch when he's in there. He has. And let's go to the Cavs. We just watched him get eviscerated by LeBron James. He was playing angry. That was amazing to watch. <laughs> I like Sexton. I like hey, Sexton and Garland a lot. You, I, I was watching that game on on NBA League Pass. Shout out to Max for the NBA League Pass. But I was watching the next, the the first <laughs> game for Nets and Cavs, and it was fun, man. <laughs> Colin Sex, Sexton really showed up and really showed us why he he was a good high he was a good high school player coming out, but why he went so high in the draft. And people are gonna say, well, you guys just gave Zach Levine shit. For not only how to win and Colin Sexton, you're praising. Well, they're eight and eight. Or they're eight and ten. Excuse me. No, I'm sorry. They're eight and eight. Yeah, they're eight and eight. And the difference is Colin Sexton's in his third year in the NBA. Zach Levine's in what? His seventh, sixth. He's been yeah. He's been there. Time. He's been in the league for a minute. And we're, I'm still. I'm not sold on Colin Sexton. I still need to see more. But what I've seen lately, he's been great. What are you gonna give the Cavs? I gave them a B too. I give them a B minus. Okay. Yeah, B minus. Not that bad, but. I, I, I like what I've been seeing from Larry Nance. He's leading the league in steals. Yeah, man. I like man, I always like Larry Nance. It just kinda sucks he's not on a good team. Yeah. And then we all know with the Andre Drummond, we don't know what they're gonna do. But the guy gets rebounds, okay, and that's about it. He's not a good post player and he doesn't really play in crunch time, to be he, honest. No, he's been playing this year in crunch time, but it's just like who who they gonna play. Exactly. They play him and Jared Allen, it's like the worst fit i've ever seen <laughs> hey yeah and they got jared allen I, look we all know what we what me and you think about jared allen we love jared allen so i like i like what i've been seeing from him also i watched the i was watching the game last night and drummond isoed ad and got his sent oh his i seen back. that he tried to do a post move i'm like dog what are you doing bro come on i've never seen a guy with like worse post moves <laughs> than andre drummond no no offense my guy exactly well let's go to the one team you disagree with me on about the fool's goal the hawks they're eight and eight I gave them a C. I'm I'm not really impressed. I know they've had injuries to Danilo Bogdanovich. I just don't know what this team's identity is. And Trey Young, he hasn't been his usual self. Yeah, he started off hot. He looked good and and efficient <laughs> to start off the season, but uh, they they've had a couple injuries, like you said. And a guy like John Collins, I'm waiting for him to to really emerge as a as maybe an All Star player if possible, but. Kind of like the Suns, I have faith. I have faith in them that they're gonna get it together. I really like what I what I've seen from Trey Young when everything is going good, and Clint Capella and that little duo. But I I, I don't think they're fools gold. I'm gonna give them a C plus. I get that. I just I don't know, man. I don't think Collins is an all star, and I was so high on him coming out, and even the first two years. I've told you the story so many times. I went to a Laker game. I got there two and a half hours early. I sat courtside, and I watched him warm up, and he looked amazing. Like I'm telling you, I've never, I haven't seen a guy that athletic in a while, and it was just crazy. Like he looked amazing, but I just, I'm not sold on him being an All Star. I get you. And he's just discontent, and that's what I think. I don't know who the leader on this team is. Like I know Rondo can be a leader, but you still need your best player to step up, and I don't see that from Trey Young yet. Right. So before we get into these little top tier teams, 
I'm going to say the one that's kind of out of their tier for now. Not far, but wh- who I would consider out of their tier. Let's let's go to the Pacers. Okay? They're 9 and 7. We really like what we've seen from Sabonis and shout out to Karis LeVert, man. They wanted up doing uh operation oh, on thank him. God. Yeah, he's good to go. It's kind of crazy that Trey might have saved his life. Yeah. He should make a full recovery. That's amazing news. Doesn't even matter the basketball shit. Just happy the guy doesn't have cancer or something bad. Exactly. And for for the Pacers, I'm gonna give them an A minus. I feel like they've been they've been just fine. I like what I've seen. They're gonna be good. They'll make the playoffs in the East. They're they're another team where they need to make another move, like trading wise. I feel like they need an, one more piece. I disagree. I think they have the piece in Karis LeVert. Now, if he plays this year, we don't know. We don't know when he's coming back, but I think they found that guy. I like the lineup of Turner, Zabonis, Brogdon, LeVert, and you can throw in McDermott or Warren in there. I like that lineup, or even one of the holidays. I like that team a lot, and I'm going to give them a B. I wasn't as high on you as them just because I haven't really seen the team yet. Just from like the Oladipo team, like that's old yeah. news. I want to see the new team. Exactly. So that's why I gave them a B. Well, you, you bring up Miles Turner. I'm thinking that's a guy that they can maybe even trade. So that's the way I'm looking at it. I don't think they're trading him this year. He's been playing too good. Yeah, he has been playing good. But sometimes you sell him high, dog. Sometimes you got to sell him high. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, sometimes you sell high. But let's move on. We got one, two, three, four teams left. They're all contenders. Okay, we got the Sixers, Bucks, Celtics, and Nets. Which one do you want to start off first, Max? Who would you give the lowest grade to out of those four? The Bucks. Exactly the same. What would you give them? I gave them a, a C. Just a C. I gave them a D. Wow, plus. that's low. I, understandable, I mean, though. The same I get you. From them. Same shit, though. It's the same shit every year. It's like, oh, we play a good team. We can't get over the hump. They lost to the Lakers pretty convincingly, I felt like. I didn't think that game was as close as it looked. And I, in the Nets game, they choked that one away. I don't know what the the Bucks are trying to do on defense, but it doesn't work, dog. It does not work. And I get it with the whole Giannis playing off ball and not guarding the best player kind of thing. But I think it's more on the on the offensive side. I don't know what the, the whole five out thing with Giannis. I think it goes back to what you suggested. Let them play down low. Let them play in the fucking post, bro. I have a question for you about their defense. You said you don't mind him playing off ball. Why can't he be as game wrecking as AD on the ball? Like you're telling me he couldn't have shut down Jimmy Butler like AD did. He has the potential to him from. That's what I'm saying. That was stopping him too. And that's where Coach Bud has to be like, you know what? I don't give a fuck what the analytics say. This is Kevin Durant. Giannis will impact his shot more than Drew Holiday. Exactly. They're they're the closest thing to a to a baseball team, I feel like, in the NBA than that you can find. It's crazy how the, they're they're so analytic based over there in Milwaukee. And I don't think it's always helpful to them. I mean, we just talked about the Nets. What was your grade for them? They were my second lowest grade left, or my third lowest grade. I got them as a C, almost as an incomplete because it is a small sample size, just like the Rockets. That Harden trade just went down. They haven't even played ten games together yet. Okay, so I'm same thinking there. I gave them a C too. Yeah. But hey, th- well, did you hear? Go ahead. But hey, they have their moments. They look really good. They look really unstoppable. Like the other night, they played the Heat. They they looked really good. And then you have other moments where it did not look good with 
with the whole Cavs situation, uh, the game that Colin Sexton went off. To me, their problem is not going to be offense, okay? They can score points. I'm not worried about that. They have Kyrie. They have Harden. They have KD. Points are not going to be a problem. For me, what I've seen in that Cavs game and what I've been seeing so far in every game that, they, that they've been playing in, every team tries to isolate Kyrie Irving or James Harden on defense. They try to get those guys on islands. Why? Because those guys are very terrible on-ball defense. Okay? It's really bad. And that's where the matchup is. And that's where it scares me. Because in the playoffs, that's that's what happens. You get isolated. Every single little weak link to your team on defense gets extremely exposed. We've seen it a couple years back with the Warriors and Steph Curry. The Cavs, time and time again, Try to isolate him on an island on defense and ver- and really expose Stephen Curry on defense. Well, you also forgot about Joe Harris. He's not a great defender either. <laughs> or DeAndre Jordan. They have four bad defenders. But you know there's talks that they're going to add Kevin Love and Andre Drummond. That'll just shore that shit up, right? <laughs> That'll be crazy. I don't know how that works. Someone's going to have to buy out K-Love. Dude, why would K-Love agree to it? That boy's <laughs> got a bag coming his way. I heard a story about Nate McMillan and, Steve, and Mike D'Antoni. They were talk, Nate, They were on the Olympic team, and like Nate McMillan was like, yo, man, I'm kind of scared when we play Spain and shit, like our defense. And Mike D'Antoni goes, defense? We're just going to outscore them. <laughs> like, bro, that's the worst mentality. You can't Honestly. always count on offense. You can always count on defense. Exactly, man. And let's move on from the Nets because the Nets are always the big talk. We got plenty of time to talk about them throughout the season. But let's get into the let's get into the Celtics. What do you think about the Celtics so far? I gave them a B. They've had some COVID shit. Jalen Brown's taking the leap. You called it. You were like, I think he might be better than Tatum. I don't know. If, I still don't know if I'm ready to say that. This year he's been better. And maybe that's just because Tatum had COVID. He missed a lot of time. I haven't been that impressed with Tatum, to be honest. I feel like he's just kind of like stagnated. He didn't get a lot better, and I've seen Brown get better. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say this over and over again. NBA fans, the narrative around guys like Jason Tatum, they, they're they very quick to crown these guys. Okay, They're very quick to crown them. Any, any, any player to dethrone the LeBron James and... KD, like, they're very quick to do it. Like, oh, th- this is the new guy. I'm calling it. This is the, the next guy. And it's like, man, yeah, I- I'm acknowledging. Jason Tatum is obviously talented, okay? But he's just way too inconsistent for me to be one of those guys. I don't think he's inconsistent, to be honest. I think that's a little – I think you're being a little too hard on him saying that. Why would you think that? I mean, I said I said right now I think Brown's been better. It's like Tatum's been good. He's averaging 26 a game. Brown's averaging 27. I just think the eye test, I've just been more impressed with Brown. But Tatum's still very good. I think you're not saying that either. I just think he's not. I feel like the inconsistencies hit him a little hard early in his career, and you might just be thinking about that. It is early in his career, but I'm just saying for NBA fans of already crowning him as one of the elite guys. I just I, I don't think he's on – LeBron or KD's level yet. He has a lot, a lot, a lot of growing to do. Oh, I'm with you on that. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm with you on that. I put I put Tatum with Paul George. I think he's a little clutcher than Paul George. Did <laughs> I put him in that level? I feel you, man. I I I really like what I've been seeing from Jay, uh, Jalen Brown, though. Um, I called it. 
I did. <laughs> I'm very proud of that. But the Celtics had a, have been having a lot of COVID issues. So I'm going to give them a, a B, just a solid B. They they haven't been bad. They haven't been that good. They've had their moments, and they had a lot of COVID issues. So I look forward to them in the playoffs. I still think they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to be just fine. And we'll see what happens with the whole Kimball Walker thing because that's the big key to this. Yeah, he's just coming back, and we'll see if he can regain his footing from last year. He had a good year last year until he got hurt. Then he never really looked the same. So is your big winner in the East the 76ers? Yep, and that's why I saved them for the best for last because they've been the best team in the East so far. Joel Embiid has been amazing this year. He's having an MVP-type year. They're really good with them, and they're really bad without them. Okay, I don't know the exact record, but I just know that they have a. They lost to Detroit by fifteen without exactly. Him. I, think, <laughs> I think that says your point. Look, he looks in shape finally. That took a while. Yeah. Shouldn't be that hard. Told you that's that Doc Rivers shit. First year, we're gonna make the culture good. We're gonna take a nice little step. Then the next year, it's just gonna be worse and worse. That's what Doc Rivers shit. I gave them an A minus. I was gonna give them an A plus, but they're not tested. They have they've won some cupcake ass games, but. I still need to see more from Ben Simmons. You've got to take a step, my guy. Yeah, and that's the main reason why I gave him an A and not an A+. plus. It's solely off Ben Simmons. We need to see more. Like you said, we, we got to see him step up. And I'm not asking you to be fucking J.J. Redick, bro. Just take take one. Take one at least a game. Get him off of you, bro. Aren't you tired of people disrespecting you, dog? I don't think he cares, man. He just wants to be Ben Simmons. I don't know. I'm I'm disappointed in him, but I'm really impressed with Embiid. If I were the Sixers, I've said this before, I would have traded for Harden, but it's another it's another topic for another day. I'm just I'm just disappointed in Ben. All right. Well, this has been a long one, man. We, it's a long podcast. Did we cover all 30 teams? We did. All 30 teams, man. We got it done. All the fan bases are happy. <laughs> some of them. I don't I don't think the um, some of the Timberwolves and Chicago Bulls and Detroit Pistons fan. Oh, oh wait, there's none. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I just got a more fist. <laughs> Jeremy Grant fans are are salty. I think that's more. We got a lot of Zach Levine and Derrick Rose fans. Even to Russell. Don't forget about the Westbrook fans. Westbrook fanboys. They're pissed off too. I can't stand those Russell Westbrook fanboys. Just just send us home, bro. <laughs> I don't even want to think about them. Oh, man. Well, the odds are that you're watching this on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. It's very high, okay? And if you are, Apple Podcast listeners, scroll down right now, okay? Pause the podcast. Pause me, all right? Go down below, give us a five-star rating, and write a review about us, bro. Say what you want. It can be short. It can be long. I don't care, bro. It helps us out. It really does. It helps us grow. On Spotify, it's even simpler. Press that follow button, all right? And on YouTube, you already know the deal, bro. Like, comment, subscribe. It all helps us out, man. It helps us grow. And then on Instagram and Twitter, you can follow us. At Max underscore Juan Cast. We're always posting daily. All of our links are in our bios. You can get to everything from there. Whatever device you want to listen on, bro. And I just want to reiterate what Juan said about thanking you guys for the support. And I just want to add, as I always do, smash that fucking like button. Just smash it the way Conor McGregor's head got smashed <laughs> off the canvas. 
Conor McGregor. Oh my Who goodness. the fuck is that guy getting his head smashed? But, you know, just smash it like that. Smash it the way... Mm, you got anything to add one? You got one this week? I'm kind of drawing a blank right now. Smash it like Anthony Edwards smashes the rim because he's so mad that he ended up as a Minnesota Timberwolf. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. On that note, <laughs> Jesus. I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate anyone supporting us and we're trying to get better at what we do trying to get better for everybody and we appreciate it so on that note i'm out final thought is r.i.p kobe we miss you man r.i.p to everybody involved r.i.p to kobe i'm out dude peace